to Thriving with a Chronic Illness. I am your host, Smiling Sonia, and I share ideas, tools, and strategies I've learned living with and recovering from recurrent viral meningitis. I've undergone mindset shifts that have helped me move from just living to striving with a chronic illness. I know what it's like to worry about taking extended sick leave or losing a job through chronic illness. I share how you can become financially stable with the peace of mind that you have enough money saved to prepare for those emergencies and cover future financial goals. Good morning. Smiling Sonia here, and it's Wednesday, the 25th of November 2020. Today, I'm going to be talking about feedback. We are giving and receiving feedback constantly, and we are I guess, uh, responding to feedback constantly. But we're not necessarily conscious of that. (laughs) And I don't think it's necessarily intentional. Very interesting. Uh, And I'll tell you why, I guess, I chose that topic. (laughs) I guess. But before I do that, as this is still my viral meningitis recovery journal, and it is, I shall give you an update. I have been, I don't want to use the word struggling. Maybe I use the word managing managing my my energy highs and lows managing my fatigue i i get tired i'm i'm trying <laughs> i don't want to use the word trying see how easy it was to just put trying i am working on not using the word trying because in the the words of Yoda Star Trek if you don't know no no not Star Trek Star Wars and I'm supposed to be a sci-fi fan and I got no well start again rewind in the in the words of Yoda Star Wars if you don't know Yoda said there is no such thing as try, only do and don't. Something like like that. So, I am working on listening to my body and responding to the feedback. (laughs) I have been getting a lot of feedback. (laughs) 
I haven't been out walking for the last couple of days. And that's because when I wake up in the morning, I am listening to my body. I have an operation on the 14th, no, not the 14th, the 7th, on the, on the 7th of December, so that's less than two weeks away. I need to self-isolate so that there's limited chance of me getting COVID. I will have a test a few days before my admission. It will only be a one-day surgery, so I'll be out by the end of the day, as long as everything goes okay. So I think it's really important at the moment that I, I manage my energy levels. I don't get myself too tired. I don't do too much. I don't put myself into <laughs> stressful situations so that I'm as well as I can be coming up to the operation. And that includes what I eat as well. And I do need to exercise, so, you know, moving, and I'm out moving today. I, I was going to do an, a workout on Monday, and I thought, actually, I won't, because I, I don't want to pull anything. So I don't want to pull anything in my body that I'm, my, I'm having to focus on in terms of maybe pain or discomfort uh, coming up to the operation. I am expecting to be in a bit of pain after the operation. I nearly said the words. I'm not focusing on that. <laughs> I, in terms of the health side of things, diet side of things, um, as I think I was saying before, I think because there was quite a lot of stress uh, I was responding to that, <laughs> responding to that by wanting to eat um, sort of comfort foods and larger portions. But that seems to have gone this week, this last week and a half. Um, not wanting to have a pudding in the evenings, not needing to at all. So when I stepped on the scales this morning, it... I, I saw exactly what I wanted to see, and I was 0.2 pounds. Yes, I've got to count those points. 0.2 pounds below the top of my my bubble. And if you are a Slimming World person or have you followed the Slimming World plan, when you become a target member. They allow you to bounce around. Not they allow you, but in order to continue being a free member, so you can go and get weighed every week without having to pay, as long as you stay six pounds in this bubble, so you can go lower than you can go down to three pounds lower than your target weight or three pounds above your target weight. So at the moment um, three pounds above my target weight, less 0.2 of a pound this morning. So I'm really pleased with that. 
my goal is to be below target, below my target weight uh, by Christmas Day. Okay, so I've said it now. Below my target weight. So if it's 0.2 <laughs> below my target weight, I'll be happy with that. <laughs> I'll be happy with that. So that's my goal at the moment. And I'm feeling really good in terms of how I'm eating and what I'm eating. My appetite doesn't seem to be as big as it was. My my appetite has certainly um, decreased over the last couple of weeks. And that's fine by me. That's fine by me. I just just another update to do with the house because these these are kind these are things that are quite stressful. So it's, so I'm looking at definitely putting the house in the market as soon after Christmas as I can. Uh, over the last week, three jobs have been done, so I'm so pleased with that. I've identified two more jobs this is what happens isn't it I identify two more jobs that I feel just need to be done just to finish the package you know that you know the house isn't you know one of those spectacular but it will just just finish the package you know the top floor is when it was plastered it was never painted and can you believe it there's water, there's dripping water that's come down over the plaster that's kind of left this groove. And so next door, it's, must, it's the shower, that's where their shower is. So there's obviously a leak of some sort and it's caused a problem there. I, so that, that needs to be painted. It's a job that I could do but would be difficult and I'm going to be having surgery soon. <laughs> and then the outside of the house, you know, it's never been t- sort of touched up, you know, paint. So, you know, it's flaking paint off the walls. So it looks a bit scruffy. And I I got a quote and I thought, oh, you know, do I want to spend that money? Ah, you know, this thing about money. And the cost will be shared with my my ex. And I thought, do I really need to get it done? And then when I looked at the grand scheme of things, and I looked at how I felt when I got those three jobs done, that have been done, I thought, yes, you know, it's worth it. It's worth it. Because it's... I've talked about open loops before. It's like this open loop. I see it it's a job that needs to be done. So every time I leave the house and I come back to the house, as I'm walking up to the house, I see, I always see, and my mind registers, oh, that looks, you know. Uh, you know, every time I walk up to the top of the house and I see the bare plastered walls, I think, now to be able to, even if I'm just doing it for a couple of months, to walk up, my front through the front garden and not to have that that thought and just to sort of think oh that looks good or to walk up the top of the house and and just not be noticing that oh, there's that cra- those cracks 
those cracks need to be filled the wall's still not painted that's not to say there are not other jobs in the house that could be done but uh, they, it's, it's, it's not as impactful should we say as these two jobs and so I I was sort of you know oh do I do I that thing and I thought no because I'm doing that do I do I I need to do it and I've got the money to do it and so I just pinged an e- a text back to the person who gave me a quote and I said can you give me a lower price I thought you don't ask you don't get okay and uh, they have taken about 90 pounds taken 90 pounds off that's fine <laughs> that's fine I thought right yeah let's go let's go with it then so I yeah so that feels good okay uh, that bit that start a bit took a bit longer but anyway feedback 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 came into my mind just kind of popped into my mind this morning it may have been because yesterday I had to give a staff member feedback and it was not necessarily positive feedback so as a manager one of the things that you deal with because it's just the nature of things complaints from staff members about other staff members and if you don't deal with it (laughs) the situation can get worse and I remember my first management role many years seems like such a long time ago now and I inherited a team and there were some issues interpersonal issues and I didn't deal with them properly at the time. It ended up with somebody taking a grievance out on somebody else. And, and I think it ended with somebody left. Or, uh, you know. And another, I remember another situation arose between two members of staff. One was mine and one was enough from another team. And I decided, right, (laughs) I'm not going to let what happened before happen again. And I kind of did this mediation type thing. And I got both of them in the room. And the idea being that they, they talk and they give each other feedback. Okay. But it was in real time. When I gave feedback to this person yesterday it was difficult because I'd been given one story (laughs) and when I then talking to that person I got a different story (laughs) okay both sides plausible but it got me thinking about giving and receiving feedback and responding or reacting to that feedback and feedback I think we're we're we don't I don't think we realize it but on a day-to-day basis we are probably giving and receiving feedback constantly 
when I wake up in the morning, when I open my eyes, and I know I check my clock, one of the things that I'm doing is I'm checking to see if I'm going to get any feedback from my body. Most of the time, that's is my head hurting. <laughs> it always starts with my head because headache. So, and I wake up in the morning sometimes with a headache. And so, if I have a headache straight away, that's giving me some feedback. If I'm really tired and I don't want to get out of bed, that's giving me feedback. It's telling me <laughs> that. Actually, you may need to stay in bed a bit longer because you got to bed late or you were up several times during the night so you had very um, broken sleep. Okay? So, you know, even when you, you're brushing your teeth, okay? Brushing your teeth and, oh, I've got a slight soreness. That's feedback. So we're getting feedback constantly. When I jump on the scales every morning, which I do, the scales give me feedback. And depending on that feedback on my scales, I will uh, sort of decide how I'm going to, or what I'm going to eat that day. Okay, so I'm constantly responding to feedback. I think when you have a chronic illness, this this feedback that you get from your body is so acute. I think before before I got sick, let's call it up, before I got sick in, in terms of having these viral meningitis flare-ups, I took things for granted. I really did. Although I, I you know I've always suffered from knee pain and other things. I took things for granted. You know, went to bed really late, and stuff. Um, ate really badly. I did eat really badly. And <laughs> my body was giving me feedback all that time because as my, as the weight piled on, the feedback from my body was you're eating too much, <laughs> and you eat if you're eating too much and you're eating the wrong things. Okay, and my, my body kept getting bigger, but I didn't respond to the feedback in the way that I should have. I did, actually. I was responding, I guess, or reacting. By, well, I looked at my body, felt really bad about my body, so there's a reaction there, and ate because I felt bad. Okay. Now, of course... Uh, the feedback that I'm getting from my body is, you know, it's healthier. I can do more with it. And that encourages me, actually, it does encourage me to continue eating well. And if there are fluctuations, fluctuations in my weight, meaning it's going up, I'm so tied to um, feeling positive uh, with... I mean, I've lost, you know, over eight stone. That I, I know I don't want to go back to that person who was that weight. So, yes, yeah, so a feedback 
some responding differently to feedback, more positively towards feedback at the moment. And if I think about finances, lifestyle, what we can buy, what we can't buy, again, we're getting feedback. (laughs) I was constantly getting feedback about my money situation. (laughs) Constantly. Because I couldn't afford to buy things. And why couldn't I afford to buy things? Wasn't because I wasn't earning enough money. Although that was my response. So my response to the feedback, (laughs) you don't have enough money for this, was that I'm not earning enough. And so I need to find ways to earn more money. When in fact, what the feedback was telling me was that you're spending too much money. You're spending money on things that you want rather than you need. You are living beyond your means. And if you continue doing this, you're going to get yourself into trouble. Okay. <laughs> each time I maxed out a credit card, okay, each time I maxed out a credit card, my response or my, my reaction should have been, okay, uh, I need to manage my spending. I might need to start spending less. Okay, less. And look at what I'm saying. But no, my my response was, I need another credit card. Max this one out. I need another one because I need to borrow. I still want to spend. I still want to be spending at the rate that I'm spending. And in order for me to do that, I need more credit. Not that <laughs> you you're spending money you don't have. And if you continue doing this, you're going to find yourself in trouble, which I did, which I did. So I think feedback is so, so important. And I don't think we realise that we are, we are constantly giving, receiving, responding. So I've, spoke, I've spoken about uh, giving some feedback or maybe receiving feedback but maybe not so much giving feedback. And we do give feedback, don't we? When we, whether we're talking to friends, family, colleagues, we're constantly giving people feedback. Whether it's, oh, I like, oh, I like your shoes. Oh, you're, I, I love your new hairstyle. Okay. <laughs> or, you know, you're, you're telling somebody that you love them or they've, you like something they've done for you. You're, you're thanking somebody for something you're giving them feedback or you're telling somebody you don't like something (laughs) okay you're giving them feedback you're telling somebody that you don't like the way they're treating you and that's not always so easy to do it's not always so easy to give people to say to people something (sighs) that they may be offended by and it's, it's the no, isn't it? So people are so offended by the no. When no is just... No is a great word. <laughs> I've been learning to use it more. Yes, feedback. And we don't really get much practice, do we, giving feedback? So we can do it sometimes in a very clumsy way. 
And some people are very good at giving feedback. And I don't think we get it right all the time. Because one of the problems, of course, as well, is I don't think we, we're, we're not always that good at receiving feedback. And I certainly know that I've had feedback over the years that has upset me. Not because the person was trying to hurt me or anything, but I just, I took it personally and it upset me. What's interesting is, I think most of the times I've looked back at that situation and thought, that person was right. (laughs) That person was right. And thank them for giving me that feedback because what I did was to do something about it. (laughs) You can, of course, give some people feedback and they don't take it. They just don't take it. You can say to somebody, look... You know, when you say or do X in a certain way, you know, it has this effect on other people. Stuff like that. And sometimes they can see it and sometimes they don't. And they continue behaving in the way they behave. Either because they just, they honestly can't see it, or they're just unwilling to. I remember somebody I knew who used to get people's back up all the time uh, because she was very outspoken. She would, if she thought something, we were in a group of people, she would just blurt it out. And she would often hurt people's feelings. And at the end of the evening, I would have a conversation with her sometimes. And she would say, yeah, well, that's just how I am. People have just got to either take me or leave me. And I think, well, okay, (laughs) okay, yes, (laughs) yes, we are who we are. But if we are saying or behaving in a way towards other people and they are offended by it, and it's not just one person, but several people, maybe you do need to look at, you know, how you're saying things. And I think it's okay, I think it's okay to to be your true self and to to not to be dishonest but there is a a way of doing things you know the first thing is do i have to say it <laughs> actually do i have to say it you know by saying it how will it help this person how will it help the situation because that's got to be I've just had to take a break as I've crossed the main road. And whilst I'm crossing the road, I'm thinking to myself, okay, what did I get up to? Uh, did I say it in the first person or the second person? <laughs> did I say, you know, do you have to say it or did I say, do I have to say it? So I'm having that conversation with myself in my head, waiting to cross the road so that I can start talking to you again. And then I think, oh, it would be great if uh, this recording app that I'm using allowed me to kind of rewind, <laughs> you know, a few seconds to see, hear what I was saying and then continue. But anyway, so whether I was saying it in the first person or the second person, I'm sure it'll be fine. So first thing, of course, as I said, uh, do you really need to say it? Is it going to help the person or the situation? Uh, I think the next thing is to think about how how you say it as well. 
and maybe when because sometimes sometimes people give feedback in the moment don't they give feedback in the moment when maybe emotions are high <laughs> i think you might you might be getting my my drift a bit when emotions are high when the other person is not receptive to the feedback so it's not that the feedback is is isn't going to be ultimately positive but may not be receptive to the feedback because of the emotions so you know if you if you decide that you yes you need to say and it will help the person or situation do you have to say it then <laughs> do you have to say it immediately can you wait <laughs> until but of course if it's a situation where there's risk uh, and i'm in the, i'm in the kind of job where there's risk stuff that we're assessing all the time then you may be thinking no it has to i have to give this feedback now um because otherwise it's not safe to let the situation carry on and then of course is how how you give that feedback i i'm of the opinion these days and i say these days because there was a time when i was quite fearful of giving verbal feedback real time feedback to somebody because i I, I was so worried, anxious about how that person might respond, especially if they respond in a negative way. And so I'd rather put the feedback in writing. Now, the problem with that, and I think it can work depending, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> well, we can, we can debate that, can't we? Um, I prefer these days to be able to give people verbal feedback even though i i still struggle with it because i am so concerned i'm a bit of a people pleaser and i still am i am so concerned about hurting in hurting the other people's person's feelings if it's feedback that uh is about something they've done or the behavior because one of the i think one of the issues is and especially if you're the recipient knowing that somebody's made a complaint about you or knowing that you've done something to hurt somebody and so it's dealing with that aspect of things and you, you, your mind starts going whatever and you you might be somebody who then starts beating yourself up blah blah blah, blah. and so me as a person giving the feedback i am concerned about how i do it so that i am supportive of the person i also think that if they are hurt by it just because of the nature of the feedback not because of how i'm saying it that i just have to deal with that <laughs> i just have to deal with that and that's about me and that people will get over these things most people do get over these things you know over time <laughs> some people don't get over some things though and you can give people feedback and literally uh, you know their, their thoughts of you can change to the negative and never change back so everything there's a risk isn't there so yes feedback so that uh, looks at different things so talking so talking a bit about giving feedback and do you know if you're in any of these sort of professional fields where 
there's all these different structures to giving feedback and you know sandwich it positive negative positive and what happens is people know you're giving them the positive negative positive so they're waiting for the negative anyway and even when you do the positive negative positive they're still focused on the negative so uh, you might as well just say what it is <laughs> okay because they're going to focus on that anyway so uh, i know that when i was giving this person but i actually wasn't thinking about doing the sandwich i just wanted to just convey the information as sensitively as I can and give the other person an opportunity to speak. But I then did finish off by focusing on something positive that um, I'd seen them do. So I might have done it a little bit there. I guess I'm almost back home now. And um, I think there's a giving fee, but I also think that we have a responsibility to train ourselves to receive feedback. And I think that's maybe, it would help, wouldn't it? It would really help, especially for those of us having to give feedback. I'm back indoors now. If people were more responsive to feedback, um, were able to see it rather than see it as... Uh, there's another word um, to see it as feedback <laughs> I mean I often talk to people so for example failure oh, that's another thing maybe it's something I can talk about uh, people um, will do something and it's it's measured by them thinking this is a this is a success or this is failure and what I like to say is that in any result is feedback whether it's a result you wanted or it was and or it's a result you didn't want it is still feedback and you can learn from that feedback and so i know that i've chosen rather than to see something as a failure and feel bad about it i've chosen that when something doesn't go to plan there's that's feedback and I have an opportunity to to do something about it. And if I can't do something about that situation, it gives me something to uh, to do for the next situation that comes along. So, uh, yeah, all very interesting. So I think that we have a responsibility, and this is something I'm having to do constantly. I don't think you just do it and get it right and that's it it's, everything's a practice really is to to prepare yourself for feedback and i think to prepare yourself emotionally emotionally to receiving feedback that you may not like or feed, you know you may be thinking that you're doing something okay and then the feedback you get is that no you're not <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to start to sniff now. So I'll be finishing in a moment. All this talking. Uh, yeah, so prepare. And I, I think I've been quite fortunate, really, because in my training, I trained as a social worker many years ago. Gosh, it'll be, yeah, 25 years ago, something like that. Uh, trained as a social worker. And the social work training... And I trained as a teacher, of course, so I trained and qualified as a teacher. Uh, and so I was, I was 
observed doing tasks, the work, and given feedback and had to had to then learn from that feedback so that when I did that activity again, I got it more right. <laughs> Don't always get it right the next time. You get it more right. You get more aspects of it right until, you know, it's just flowing. I, sometimes I catch myself and I think, my gosh, there was a time when this was something that I struggled to do. And now it's effortless. Effortless. So, for example, I mean, there was a time when doing what I'm doing now was a struggle to do. Uh, one of the things I think I've said before is I went through a period when I used to record a lot of videos and uh, do video tutorials. And I got a lot of feedback and that really helped me. And the feedback I got really was feedback that I gave myself. So I would get some feedback from others, my coach. But the feedback was when I, re, when I watched those videos, which was very hard to do when you're watching yourself. And when you're watching yourself, <laughs> you are criticising yourself. And there are some things that you're criticising that you have no control over. So, for, for example, when I first started to do videos, I, I, would, I, have, a, I have a slightly crooked tooth, front tooth, uh, that's you know, sort of sticks out a bit and slants to the side. And I notice it. That's the first thing. When I look at myself, it's the first thing that I notice. The other thing I noticed, believe it or not, was when I blink, one of my eyes, one of my eyelids blinks slower, closes slower than the other one. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? What things you notice. So I would be noticing these things. (laughs) But one of the things I noticed as well in those early days was my use of filler words. Filler words. I work at not using as many filler words. I've learnt that it, it is all right to pause before saying the next word, before saying the next sentence. You may be noticing that I'm doing that now. I still use filler words. I still will fall into. I know that I use words. I use. I can sometimes use and a lot and so a lot. And I catch myself doing that. And I I can immediately rectify that. And so maybe when we're talking about feedback, the best person to give you feedback is you. And if you're able to, when you're looking at yourself and you're doing things and be kind to yourself when you're giving yourself feedback. And my my big thing is kindness. Uh, If you see, I I have a screen when I'm on meetings and I've created a back screen and it has today be kind to yourself. And I think we are, when it comes to feedback, we are the most critical of ourselves. And because we're the most critical of ourselves, it does mean that we, we put ourselves in a bad mood. And when we're in a bad mood because we feel so badly about ourselves, that's what we show to the outside world. Yeah, that inner, we can't help it, we think we're hiding it, but it comes out to the outside world. 
And so when other people give us feedback to help us, we can sometimes see that as criticism. Okay, we've already been criticising ourselves, so we already feel criticised, and here is somebody else criticising us. I do think that if we can work on ourselves and we can be kind to ourselves first, really kind to ourselves, so that if we do something and we don't get the result we want, we don't see ourselves as failure, but we say that is feedback, let's see what this feedback tells me, what can I do with this feedback, and feel positive, that's coming from within, that's going to come out, and when other people talk to us, and give us feedback, we may be more willing to take it as, as that and not turn it around and say, I'm being criticised. I'm coming from a good place. I feel good about myself. This person is saying something to me. I may not like what they're saying. It may not be the result that I wanted, but actually I can take this as feedback and I can thank them for it because I, will, I know that it will make me better. I'm already feeling good. And so, you know, better is good. <laughs> anyway, uh, the time is rolling on. I'm back in the house and need to get my breakfast sorted. And I've got an appointment in three quarters of an hour. So, Sonia, put your skates on. As always, lovely, lovely speaking with you. And, yeah, I, I think one of the things I love about doing this is I learn things myself. I don't, I haven't got a script and I'm thinking on my feet. And so I'm processing, so processing information. And so as you are, as I'm saying it and you're receiving it, we're at the same time, in real time, kind of working the stuff out. And, uh, and by publishing this in the format that it is in, I'm leaving myself open to feedback. I think I've got to that place now where as I'm saying, um, I'm more willing to receive feedback, whatever the format, and see it just as that feedback. Anyway, speak to you soon. Bye for now. Hey, Smiling Sonia here, your host at Thriving with a Chronic Illness. Now be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on the next episode. Now if you liked what you heard today, be sure to visit my website smilingsonia.com to learn more about how I can help you build an emergency fund.